And this right here could be the biggest moment of his career. Is it his time? Yes. Watson is wearing a green jacket at Augusta. There's no doubt about it. The bear has come out of hibernation. All right, ready to roll here on the Pregame Network's Golf Preview Podcast. I'm your host, Will Doctor, and today we're going to go through all the picks and predictions you need for Week 8 at the Mexico Open. Uh, Vedanta will host a much younger and weaker field this week than what you saw at Riviera. After we just wrapped up the West Coast Swing, the top 20 in the world will take the week off and prepare for the Florida Swing, which begins next week at PGA National in Palm Beach. The Mexico Open field is uh, is headlined by Tony Finau, who's the defending champion. Uh, but this is a field that is comprised of mostly new PGA Tour members that just graduated from the Corn Ferry Tour. You have some familiar faces, of course, Tony Finau, Emiliano Grillo, who won Colonial last year, Padraig Harrington, uh, Charlie Hoffman, who had the runner-up finish at the Waste Management. You've got Johnny Vegas in the field. You've got Kashmir Keith Mitchell in the field. You have some bets uh, that are playing this week in Mexico, but for the most part, uh, the players in this week's Mexico Open uh, are early in their PGA Tour careers and really trying to further their status uh, in the signature events by playing well at weaker fields, smaller scale events, still a PGA Tour event. Uh, but the Mexico Open kind of fits that mold as far as an off week for most of these stars. And we, when you're talking about uh, some of the younger, more promising talent in this field, you've got the Cootie Twins, uh, Parker and Pearson, who are fresh off the Corn Ferry Tour. You've got Chandler Phillips. You've got uh, Latin America amateur champion winner, uh, Santiago de la Fuente, who uh, is a senior over at University of Houston. You've got Mac Meisner. You've got the USC standout and Jose Antonio Safa. You've got Sam Stevens. Um, these are a few of the names that you'll hear today, all 26 years old or younger, but all future major champions on the PGA Tour. And we'll get to introducing you to these players. Now, uh, Riviera last week was about as frustrating as it gets as far as the card is concerned. We went down about half a unit, which means uh, the little ground that we made up in Phoenix is now gone. And we are still down 6.7 units through seven weeks. Uh, going into the final round of Riviera, uh, Jason Day, our 70-1 to winner, was only five shots back of the lead. He stalled out, shot one over in the final round, and finished ninth. Sam Burns was our other outright winner at 25 to 1. He finished the week at 400 par and tied 10th. So our two outright winners both finished top 10. Um, I only had Burns and Day to win, so that was essentially useless for me. And as far as our picks to place, we should have had a clean sweep with our picks to place because. We hit the Wake Forest combination. We hit Willie Zal Torres to top 10 at plus 425. Shout out to Zal for the second place finish. And, you know, he proved last week that he's fully returned from that back surgery. Uh, to finish off that Wake Forest combination, we hit Cam Young to top 20 at plus 135. And we should have swept it. We should have swept it with Jordan Spieth, the top 10 at plus 240, had it not been for... 
the get off my lawn rule that a player cannot change his scorecard uh, once he's left the scoring tent. Jordan Spieth was disqualified after the second round of the Genesis Invitational for signing for a par on the fourth hole instead of signing for a bogey. Now, Jordan was not trying to sign for a lower score, but he did have the wrong score on his card and he walked out of the scoring area, uh, which means his official scorecard was incorrect that he signed and he was disqualified, even though they have, you know, a million streaming videos of Jordan making a bogey there. And they could have simply changed it later on and let him continue to play, but that is not the rule. So he was disqualified while sitting on a, um, Tied for 20th position in the golf tournament. He was three under par after two rounds. I would have liked to believe that with the way Jordan was playing, he could have finished top 10, no problem um, at Riviera had it not been for that scorecard debacle. As uh, far as the overall results at Riv, great to see Hideki Matsuyama get his ninth PGA Tour win. No man from Asia has won more on the PGA Tour than Hideki. KJ Choi was the previous uh, most victorious Asian player. Choi won eight times on the PGA Tour, and now Matsuyama has passed him at nine. Uh, of course, the SoCal favorites, uh, Xander Shoffley and Patrick Cantlay, they were in the final round pairing Riviera on Sunday and both failed to close. Uh, for the hometown fans, Cantlay only hit four fairways around Riviera on Sunday, which led to limited scoring opportunities and Xander Shoffle could not make a putt if it was in a paper bag right in front of his face on Sunday. So the wait continues for those two, you know, Cantlay and Shoffle to put four winning rounds together. I wouldn't say Xander played bad by any means, just couldn't make the opportune putts down the stretch. And as for Cantlay, he's now 0 for 8 in PGA Tour events where he's held a 36-hole lead. Cantlay really stuck up the joint on, on Sunday, Riviera. I know his coach, Jamie Mulligan, came out and said that Cantlay was battling a 100-degree fever on Sunday, but you know Pat's got to find the formula that's going to help him close golf tournaments. 0 for 8 in 36-hole leads, 2 for 5 when he holds, uh, when he holds a 54-hole lead. So uh, that's not going to get the job done as far as major championships are concerned, and that's another missed opportunity for Cantlay. So the wait continues for his ninth PGA Tour victory. All right, we are on to Mexico. Today we will discuss the top six favorites on the odds boards. Then we will move to two matchups and two picks to place. I'll give you one outright winner for the Mexico Open, and then we will do a sleeper and a first-round leader. And then I will close things out with two lineups, a scoring prediction, and a best bet. Let's start with, as far as the favorites, let's start with Tony Finau at plus 750 over on MGM. I, I would say plus 750 is about right for Finau. In his two appearances here, he's won and finished second. So he's a Vallarta aficionado. I would say plus 750 is correct from a Vegas perspective. Finau's West Coast swing was, it was interesting. He continued to not have any success on the greens, but the fact is he finished 25th or better in three or four, three or four 
events um, on the West Coast. His ball striking is still in a great place. Fifth on the PGA Tour in strokes gained tee to green. Seventh on the PGA Tour in strokes gained approach for Finau. So uh, driver's there. Iron play is there. He will be in contention this week. Um, and the way that I'll play Finau is for him to lead the American leaderboard at plus 500 on DraftKings. You look at the next best American on the odds boards and you'll find Keith Mitchell at 28 to one. And Keith has been pretty hit or miss over his last five starts. And then you have Patrick Rogers at 33 to one and P Rog has not finished better than 79th over his last two starts. So um, I do like a foreign soil winner this week, but as far as the Americans go, it's Tony Finau all day long at plus 500 on DraftKings. So We'll circle back to that when we get to the picks to place. Number two on the favorites is Nikola Hajgard at 18 to one on bet three, six, five. And Hajgard has slowed down a bit since his winter heater, uh, where he won the European tour championship and, um, you know, finished top 10 at Torrey Pines pebble and Riviera were a bit of a different story for Hajgard as he respectively finished 31st and 39th. Those aren't horrible finishes, but it's safe to say he has cooled off from that incredible run he had in the Middle East over that over that winter period. Uh, Hajgard did play in the Mexico Open last year and finished 33rd after a subpar week on the greens. I would say 18 to 1 is a fair outright number for Haji, even though I don't think he wins this week. So I'm out on that. And from the perspective of, of his matchups, I don't like him over the defending champion, Tony Finau. I would stay away from his matchup over Emiliano Grillo. We'll talk about Grillo in a moment. That's a vet who um, has played some great golf over the last year. And I don't like Haji over Steven Yeager as Yeager's recorded top 20s in both of his appearances uh, at the Mexico Open. So I am out on Nikola Hajgard this week. Absolutely love his game, but we don't have a good look at the day in this week. Um, we're on to the Argentine. We're on to Emiliano Grillo at 20 to 1. You can find that on Bet365, FanDuel, DraftKings, Bet Online, MGM, or Bovada. Now, um, I like Grio this week, but I'm out on him for two reasons. Number one, his outright number at 20 to one, that should be more around the 30 to 33 to one number. Um, so Vegas is trying to rip you off here with Grio. And number two, I'm not betting on Grio because he's coming off two grueling weeks at Phoenix and at Riviera. That's a lot of golf. That's a lot of travel. Uh, Grio did play very well in Hawaii um, and at the beginning of the West coast swing, but Mexico will be his fifth event in six weeks. I'd have to think the the gas tank is nearing empty for Grillo. So I am out on the Argentine this week. Next is who is next? Steven Yeager at 25 to 1 on FanDuel, Bet Online, Bavada, and Caesars. And Jaeger has not teed it up since he finished 71st at Pebble Beach. He didn't have his best stuff at Pebble. Um, but He's played some good golf, you know, so far this year, 18th place at the Sony, and then he finished third at Torrey Pines. I would say Jaeger has proven himself against some of the more elite fields to start the season for a guy 
um, you know, who's only in his second year on the PGA tour out of the corn Ferry tour. Um, he did have a very respectable 2023 with top 20 finishes at Memorial at Wyndham and at the FedEx St. Jude playoff event. Um, and as far as his record at Vedanta, he's two for two in top twenties. Um, I'm iffy about that 25 to one number for Jaeger. I would never bet someone who's never won a PGA tour event at 25 to one. So I am out on Steven Jaeger this week. I don't feel comfortable taking him over Grio, and I don't feel comfortable about taking him over Thomas Dietrich, who we'll discuss in a minute, but all in all, I am out on Steven Jaeger at 25 to one to Thomas Dietrich at 28 to one on bet three, six, five. Um, the Belgian clocks in at 27th on the FedEx Cup standings heading into the Mexico Open. I was impressed with Dietrich's work on the greens around the West Coast. 20th at Torrey, 4th at Pebble. Dietrich would have had a shot to win Pebble had it gone four rounds and not been shortened by the rain. And then he finished 28th in Phoenix. Um, those have been his last three starts, 20th, 4th, and 28th. And those results have really been fueled by great driving and really solid putting. Um, those are two parts of his game that are functioning very well and two aspects of just players' games in general that I want to see performing around Vedanta. I want to see good driving and I want to see good putting. Dietrich is 13th in putting and 11th in total driving on the PGA Tour. So I really like that. Um, Dietrich's approach numbers haven't been the best, but you have the huge wide greens this week at Vedanta. So I don't see that causing Dietrich any issues. Um, now, once again, 28 to 1 is expensive for someone who's never won on the PGA Tour. But I do like, I do like the spot for Dietrich this week. He's been trending in the right direction. So I will have 31-year-old Thomas Dietrich at 28-1 to 1 to win this week at the Mexico Open. And we'll circle back around to that when we get to the outrights. But, um, you know. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. How's your social battery right now, AJ? I know sometimes I get drained and it could be easy to ignore your social battery and just spread yourself too thin, you know, especially when it comes to social gatherings and maybe just things you're not in the mood for. Well, do you know the right amount of socializing you need to do to keep yourself balanced? Therapy can give you that self-awareness and you can build basically your routine that reflects what you need personally. Everybody's different in this way. That was a big driver for me when I was in therapy. I got a lot out of it and it's so easy here Give BetterHelp a try if you've said, I don't want to go out of my way to do this. It's all online. It's as convenient as can be, and it's suited to you. It's simple. Just fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch at any time for no additional charge. Find your social sweet spot with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Vegas today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Vegas. AJ, it's important to me that the supplements that I take every single day are of the highest quality. And that's why ever since they jumped the board as a sponsor with us, I've been drinking AG1. Because for AG1, quality isn't just a buzzword. AG1's ingredients are heavily researched for efficacy and quality, 
And I love that every scoop has prebiotics, probiotics, digestive enzymes for my gut support, B vitamins for energy. It's got the magnesium and ashwagandha for stress support, also testosterone support, vitamin C and zinc to support my immune system. I don't get sick anymore. Well, you're welcome for introducing you to AG1. Yeah, but uh, I mean, this stuff is incredible. And so many people have asked me, are you just reading commercials? No, man. AG1 is actually legit. And there's a reason why I drink it every single day. It just makes taking care of my health so much easier in general. So if you want to replace your multivitamin and more, start with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3 plus K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first subscription at drinkag1.com slash SOV. That's drinkag1.com slash SOV. Check it out. To say it one more time, you know, Thomas Dietrich, I will have him at 28 to 1 to win the Mexico Open at Bet365. So um, that's where we stand on Dietrich. He is our winner for this week. We move to Taylor Pendrith at 28 to 1 on Bet365, William Hill or Bet Online. And we will see the Canadian Taylor Pendrith for the first time since he finished ninth at Torrey Pines about three weeks ago. Um, he's had a salt, he had a solid fall. He had a solid start to the spring. Um, after what was really a disappointing 2023 Pendrith qualified for the international team for the 2022 president's cup after a sensational PGA tour campaign that year. Uh, but he didn't back it up in 2023. Really the Canadian did not have a good year last season, um, and it's been great to see him turn it around through eight events this fall and spring. Pendrith has racked, racked up four top tens uh, through eight events this season. So I would say he's back in form. And I like the fact that Pendrith is 15th in putting and fifth in strokes gain total going into this week. So I will begin the matchups with Taylor Pendrith over Emiliano Grillo at plus 110 on Caesars. I told you I didn't like Grio as he comes in here off two grueling weeks in Phoenix and LA and Pendrith is, is primed off about three weeks of rest. So um, you look at some of the other names that have performed well here over the last two years, Cameron Champ and, and Brandon Wu are two names that come to mind. These are very long hitters of the golf ball who can also make a ton of putts on the greens. And that is, Pendrith's game in a nutshell. Um, he did tee it up at Vedanta last year and finished 30th after a subpar showing with the driver. I'm not concerned at all about that this week as he comes in here 27th in the PGA Tour in driving accuracy. So number one on the matchups is going to be Taylor Pendrith over Emiliano Grillo at plus 110 on Caesar Sportsbook. Mark! All right. Ball out! Ball out! All right, let's do matchup number two for this week. It's going to be Alejandro Tosti over Eric Van Royen at plus 135 on Caesars. And Tosti's results have not really done justice on how well he started the season. He just he hasn't put four rounds of solid golf together. Um, take his last start, for example, 40, 43rd, he finished at Torrey Pines. Toasty opened that week with this with a 66 and then lost steam as the week went on. Um, take the Sony Open, for example, where Toasty finished 70th. 
Well, he opened that week with a 66 and closed it on that Sunday with a 64. The problem was he shot 70-77 in the second and third round. Um, I think Vedanta is a perfect course for Toasty because when you look at his stats, he's seventh in strokes gained with the driver, and he's 20th um, on the PGA Tour in putting. So if you look at the finishes so far this year for Toasty, you'll go, you know, what are you, crazy, Doc? This guy, you know, really hasn't done jack this year. But in reality, Toasty's game is very close. Um, but it's about getting him on the correct venue to perform. And we found that here at the Mexico Open. Villarta fits Toasty's game to a T. And we saw that last year as he placed 10th at Vedanta um, for the Mexico Open. As far as Eric Van Royen, um, you know, kudos to Van Royen. He won the Worldwide Technology Championship earlier in the fall. But this is someone who is coming off a miscut in Phoenix and really did not play well at last year's Mexico Open. And you look at the more recent numbers for Van Royen. He's lost shots in the greens in three of his last four starts, and he did not putt well at Vedanta last year. So uh, for matchup number two, it's going to be Alejandro Tosti over Eric Van Royen at plus 135 on Caesars. Um, as far as the picks to place, we've gone over the first one, which is Tony Finau to finish as the top American at plus 500 on DraftKings. Pick to place number two will be Justin Suh to top 20 at plus 240 on Bet365. And Suh is someone who played very well in Mexico earlier this year at the Worldwide Technology Championship. I, min I mentioned that Van Royen was the winner there. Uh, Suh finished fourth that week. Um, I like Suh this week for a few reasons. Number one, let's start with the facts. Suh ranks sixth on the PGA Tour in strokes gained putting, and he's driven the ball very well in two of his last three starts. So he checks the box with our two keys in driving and putting. And number two, which is more of an opinion, but you know, Suh is a former USC standout who came out on, came out on tour around the same time as Colin Morikawa. And this year, this season, I expect Justin Suh to get his first PGA Tour win and, and become a consistent top 50 player in the world. It's taken him a few years to figure out, had to pay his dues on the Corn Ferry Tour. But this is a guy who I am seeing get, in, get into contention more and more. 10th uh, at the Zozo in Japan, 4th at the Worldwide, and then 22nd in his last start at the Phoenix Open. Um, Sa is someone who I'm very high on this season, and we have to pick him in the right spots, and I like him in the weaker field this week. So for pick to place number two, it's going to be Justin Sa to top 20 at plus 240 on Bet365. Uh, moving to our winner, I already gave it to you. It's going to be Thomas Dietrich at 28-1 to one on either Bet365 or Bet Online. And, you know, over Dietrich's eight-year career thus far, he's been a very solid player on both the European Tour and the PGA Tour, even though he has never won a title on either, which, you know, is slightly concerning when you're talking about the chops that it takes to win on the PGA Tour. You'd like to see someone who's at least been there. Um, but I think we got that out of his fourth-place finish at Pebble Beach. I think he was right there. Had there been a Sunday finish, I think Dietrich would have made a very good case for that golf tournament. 
you take Pebble, you look at Pebble and what he did there. I mean, he went 63, 70, 69. Um, so he was right there. Um, you know, and then Dietrich went to Phoenix a week later and fired three rounds of 69 or better to finish 28th. So this is someone who um, is not only trending, but to me, he, he's got the two biggest prereqs going into this golf tournament. He's hitting a ton of fairways and he's making a ton of putts. So my winner for the Mexico Open, it's going to be the Belgian. It's Thomas Dietrich at 28 to 1 on Bet Online. All right, let's do a sleeper for this week. It's going to be Parker Cootie to top 20 at plus 400 on Bet365 or Bet Online. And Cootie comes in here off a top 25 finish at the Farmers Insurance Open. The second year pro out of Texas is really striking the ball exceptionally well through three starts in the PGA Tour. I interviewed Parker about a week ago uh, for one of his sponsors in Veritex Bank, and we were talking about the start he's had to this year. Parker um, has full status on the PGA Tour after finishing last year inside the top 30 on the Corn Ferry Tour money list, but due to some errors by PGA Tour's management, Parker was not automatically in the field for the season opener at the Sony Open. So he... I had to Monday qualify for the Sony. He got in and made the cut. Didn't make that much noise on the weekend, but to Monday qualify for a PGA Tour event and then to make the cut uh, is a huge success. He then got into the American Express in the Coachella Valley, but missed the cut after a horrible week on the greens. But you look at Parker's work in the Coachella Valley, that is where he found his ball striking. He's been striking the ball great for about a month now, and that trend started at the Amex. And from there, from the Amex, he went to Torrey Pines, which was his last start, and he continued to strike it well from tee to green, and he improved his putting compared to those first two events of the season, which is why he finished 25th at Torrey. I think now that Parker finds himself on a little bit more of a scorable venue. I think this is the week where he begins to do some serious damage on the PGA tour. So for our sleeper, it's the 2021 university of Texas national champion. It's Parker Cootie to top 20 at plus 400 on either bet three, six, five or bet online. Okay. Let's do a first round leader. It's going to be Alejandro toasty at 55 to one on DraftKings And, I told you earlier about how Alejandro Tosti has gotten off to some awesome starts this year. He opened with a 66 at the Sony. He opened with a 66 at the Amex. And Tosti opened with a 66 at Torrey Pines. So, um, he, you know, this is a guy, he's not been able to keep that going for four rounds yet. He is second to Patrick Cantlay as far as first-round scoring is concerned on the PGA Tour. So I'm I'm rolling with Toasty to lead the first round. It's Alejandro Toasty at 55-1 to 1 on DraftKings to be the first-round leader at the Mexico Open. We move to the lineups. Let's start with the... Let's start with the Yahoo six-man lineup with the $200 budget. Number one will be our outright winner for the week in Thomas Dietrich at $37. Number two will be Patrick Rogers at $35. Now, I don't love how Rogers has played over his last two events coming into this week, but I can't ignore the fact that he's recorded top tens in both of his starts at the Mexico Open. So Patrick Rogers will be number two at $35. Number three will be Taylor Pendrith at $35. 
I'm high on Pendrith, Pendrith this week. I think his driving and his putting ability are a perfect combination for Vedanta. I, um, you know, I have Pendrith in the in the matchups because I hated his outright number. Vegas has Pendrith at twenty eight to one. It should be, you know, from my calculations, Pendrith should be around that forty four to one number to win, but. Nonetheless, I think he's a contender this week, and he will be on the the card in the lineup. Uh, so, so Pendrith will be number three at thirty five dollars. For number four on the Yahoo lineup, it'll be Vincent Norman at thirty four dollars, and the the Candyman, as they call Norman, and you know who knows why why they call him the Candyman. I'll have to dig into that, but um, no, 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 Norman, you know, only twenty six years old, and you know, he's already a one-time PGA Tour winner and two-time European Tour winner. This is a Swede who knows how to take advantage of weak weak fields. So um, he will be fourth in the lineup at $34. Number five will be Davis Thompson um, at $33. Uh, the former Georgia Bulldog comes into Mexico off two top 25 finishes in his last three starts. So Thompson will be number five at $33. And in the caboose will be the former open champion in Francesco Molinari at $20. Uh, Chesso finished 24th at the Mexico open last year. And this is a vet who you absolutely want on your team um, heading into a tournament with a weaker field. All right, folks, I have a coupon code for you to use for 20% off all purchases over on pregame.com. If you're listening to this golf podcast, you can use my code MEXICO20. Once again, that is MEXICO20 for 20% off all purchases on pregame.com. Listen, the Sharps have a ton going on this week. You've got NBA. You've got college hoops. You've got MLB spring training. Go to pregame.com and use my coupon code MEXICO20 for 20% off every all purchases over on pregame.com. All right, back to the golf. To review the Yahoo six-man lineup, number one will be Thomas Dietrich, number two will be Patrick Rogers, number three will be Taylor Pendrith, number four will be Vincent Norman, number five will be Davis Thompson, and number six will be Francesco Molinari. Um, as far as the PGA Tour.com lineup, four starters, two bench players, and you can only pick a player three times over the course of the season. Number one for the PGA Tour lineup. Let me just run down this list as I've talked about most of these players today. Uh, for the PGA Tour.com lineup, we'll go Thomas Dietrich at number one. We'll go Taylor Pendrith at number two. We'll go Alejandro Tosti at number three. We'll go Vincent Norman at number four. And our two bench players for the PGA Tour.com lineup will be Davis Thompson and Justin Suh. On to the scoring prediction for this week. Uh, 26 under par is my winning scoring prediction. Um, it, it hasn't been that low in the first two years of the Mexico Open. 24 under and 17 under has been the winning number over the last two years. But Villarta is calling for 85 degree weather and a perfect forecast all week long. So I think I, I think Dietrich takes it deep. I think 26 under par is the winning number for this week. And to close things up, the best bet, uh, he is my outright winner for this week. We've talked about him quite extensively today. It's going to be Thomas Dietrich to top 20 at plus 150 on bet online for the best bet 
for the Mexico Open. And that'll do it here on the Golf Preview Podcast on the Pregame Network for Mexico Open Week. For more golf content and questions, you can find me on X at DRMedia59. And we'll talk next week ahead of the Cognizant Classic at PGA National in Palm Beach.